Well, hello, loyal listeners of the We Are MCBS podcast, and welcome to 2019. I have no idea how we got here, Pete, but it's a whole new year, my man. A whole new year of us with our incredible audience and you and I getting to sit with these great students around the virtual water cooler and talking. They teach us so much, and we've dubbed them, and we've been around doing this for a year now. We've dubbed them the Woohoo Crew, and they're here with us this morning. Good morning. Woohoo Crew! Yeah, that's that 2019. We didn't have to, that's not canned. We didn't record that in 2018 and bring it in here. That's fresh. Yeah. Fresh. Smells like, smells like we just brewed that. Well, in 2019 with us and our Woohoo crew and Pete, we're sitting around the table and we're discussing all of the media events and media news related items that have come up so far in the first couple of weeks of the year. And there's a lot, y'all. Yeah, and it you, is. You know that I don't say y'all often. I save it for special occasions. There's a lot, y'all. Yeah. It's like you go from Christmas high right into what we've got today. It's that good. I guess that's because you're returning all the electronics we're about to talk about. That's right. So we're still in the the return and re-gift mode. Well, it's a beautiful Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019, and we are kicking off our very first episode talking about one of my least favorite things, movies that have seconds and thirds. But I got to tell you, John Wick doesn't even fall into that category. That's not even like a Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D. This is more like art. Ozzy's going to talk to us about this new John Wick coming out, and there are a few things that I am excited to talk about, because the ballet of violence continues. Mm -hmm. Ozzy, what are we going to be seeing? What's going on? So, trailer for John Wick the Third came out last week, and also coming out last week, I didn't feel like it needed a whole big segment, was also Spider-Man Far From Home, but we're not here to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. We're here to talk about John Wick the Third, and mainly what I've loved about this franchise, which is it brought back long takes to action there's a video essay on youtube called how jackie chan does comedy action and it breaks down how meticulous he is about doing things in one take and how much the long take for him and how the hong kong movie market at least back in the 80s was about the long take and now obviously we've become so indoctrinated to the 15 cuts per second fighting To where you see it in like the movie Taken. Like I think in Taken 3, it took like seven cuts for Qui-Gon Jinn to go over a fence. (laughs) 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 Or something like that. And then you got the, you got John Wick 1, which showed us what it looks like when you can do long form action. And then you go and see John Wick 2. Now, personal antidote, when I saw John Wick 2 the first time, I saw it at a very crummy theater to where there's this giant yellow splotch on the (laughs) screen. I almost wanted to make a drinking game out of it anytime someone appeared to have jaundice take a drink and it did not ruin my experience at all you know it's very hard to follow up a movie like that because everybody loved the first taken film because it was just mindless fun action it was something just to sit down and watch as my dad liked to put it it was a guy's movie you just sit down and it was like yeah but then you got john wick which pretty much encapsulated a rather decent story with action that was mind-blowing at the time because people forgot what it was like to actually see somebody especially as devoted as neo who knows kung fu Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just ruining people's days all over a dog and his car it's such a simple plot and the action's done so well and we saw it again in two to where now they just keep up in the stakes each time to where i bet you when we go see three it's not going to be as strong it's not going to be as solid for all of us because we've seen it two times before you're still going to have a good time i don't know man 14 million dollars bounty on them 
with the world's top assassins going after him. And that makes it fair. In New York City. <laughs> in New York City. You put those three together, that's a pretty good plot. That was a good line, too. It was just like, yeah, you have everybody wanting a piece of this bounty. Odds are even. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it sets up how cool John Wick is. I will say that when I was watching the second one, uh, I could not believe, and I might have used the phrase before, but it fits so well. It was a ballet of violence. He's just dancing from victim to victim, just headshot, headshot, headshot. It's two to the body, one to the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always. You could write a song to the rhythm of pop, 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 <laughs> pop, pop. And I honestly, I don't want to sound old or anything because I'm a big fan of headshots. I don't know what else to say there, but I got literally tired of it three fourths of the way through and I stopped watching. I, I'll admit that to you guys and the listening audience, all nine of you. Uh, I, I just want everybody to know that I couldn't make it through. It was too much. Were they at the bar at this point? I don't know. My plan was to turn it back on and go back and I just haven't made it. So before I go and see three, I'll have to watch the last quarter of two. All I need to mention is the fact that last year we used to say it was only three listeners. Now it's nine. We've gone up by six. Yeah, well, that's how we go. We grow fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 200%? Exponential. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all I got for John Wick right now, though. So we should probably kick it off to another story. Someone way more interesting than me. Well, what could be more interesting than John Wick? First off, how, how's everybody doing? How's everybody's, you know? Hey, it's Ben Macaroni. Ben. ben, are you going to take us back to the future today? I'm actually going to take you back in time to episode 35 of wow. the MCBS podcast, which are dozens and dozens of longtime followers. You might remember, I talked about Black Mirror, one of my personal favorite shows, and how they were doing a Telltale episode, well, which turned into a Telltale movie, which is called Bandersnatch, which came out last month, and I personally think it was terrific. I'm not going to do any spoilers for people who haven't seen it yet, but to me, uh, cover the whole Telltale process perfectly. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. Have you, have you guys seen it yet? Or? Well, when you say see it, um, how many times have you watched it? Like, how many versions of the story have you seen so far? Well, that's what I like about it, is that every time you picked a certain destiny, it would go back to the end of the movie. It would like, kind of do that little rewriting sound and it would have you say oh what if you picked this that time and it would actually have you redo it so you saw all the endings the only ending i did not see which i didn't know about because my friend told me about it was after one of the endings is like a a little website you can go visit and it has an alternate ending that's not shown on netflix you have to go to yeah. the black mirror website man that's so cool yeah, I thought they did a really good job. I mean, it was very, it was a really meta movie. Again, not uh, giving any spoilers, but basically the main character is designing a Telltale game as the Telltale movie's happening. So it's very self-aware of what's going on. Now, this is a really, really cool model that we've seen in books before. That was the, the Choose Your Own Adventure book mm -hmm. series. And did you read those growing up or, oh, I think, or uh, last week? <laughs> oh, I've, I've read those growing up all the time. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And you know how it works. You have all of your fingers in all of the places so that when the troll finally eats you, you can go back to the previous step and choose the other direction. Or yeah, I, I don't know if you were like that. Oh, no. I was always the guy like, let me go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to die. Okay. Back, back, back. D yeah, yeah, different one. And I like that the when you're watching on Netflix, it allows you to do that same thing. It's as if you have your digital finger in and it lets you back up and choose the other the other path. Yeah, see, I liked it because it helps you back up, but it just as a fan of the show Black Mirror, it was actually a really good like movie or episode of it. Because um, I know I watched it with my cousin who never seen the show before. And he was, he's not really into that sci-fi stuff, and he was like completely engulfed in the whole story. Well, it changes everything. You go from passive to active. We sit passively on a couch and let somebody put a movie in your brain, or you're the character. You get to decide what to do, and you're going to live or die by that decision. That changes everything. 
you want to get personally invested in any form of entertainment, any media, it's when you have a personal investment, you're going to be more like, interested into it. So having that, like you said, being the, basically being the character, it's amazing. But at the same time, again, I can't really ruin it. It's hard to talk about this without ruining the movie. You, you kind of play God, you know, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. You know what's really cool, though? Like the, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, had just happened. And I was thinking about, you know, everyone was talking about the Samsung wall TV, right? This big, gigantic thing that covered a huge wall. But then actually there, LG had a bendable screen that could go all around the entire room. And I, I couldn't help but think that where technology is right now with shows like this that play like a game where the immersive, you could actually have a room or our TVs are going to start becoming oh, yeah. walls around us. You could immerse because you just said it's what it's immersing yourself in the entertainment. If we're at a time, it seems with technology where it's that show plus that screen plus, it seems like everything's getting modular to all achieve what you're just saying, that the the experience can be immersive, and therefore the careers that are down the road are you create content, these guys create the screens we watch, and all. like everything is modular and starting to fit together and all pointing to that immersive experience you're talking about. I just think it's astounding right now. Yeah, it yeah. kind of correlates too with the whole VR craze that's happened in the past like year and a half, two years. Like my younger cousin has every game he plays is VR. That's the only thing he does. And like saying your point with the TVs that can wrap around, you can actually if you combine Telltale gaming with that and the VR, you can actually physically put yourself in the movie or in the story. Are you listening, Netflix? Are you listening? It's another million dollar idea from the We Are MCBS podcast. And, and we give these away for free, Jason, all the time, right? Just... And I, I don't. We don't ask for anything in return except for no. loyal listening. Listening and maybe I, a Tesla. And well, at, eventually, and at Full Sail this year, I just want to say this, AR and VR and UX are the top things we're going to be focusing on with the Adobe partnership. We're actually, we've got a big event we're going to be doing this year on Full Sail. I can't tell you, go into great detail right now, but it's coming. And again, part of that modular sort of effort in technology today where it's all pointing towards the user experience. Really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. But again, staying on brand with my personality in the show, I, I'm terrified of it. I'm going to be in the backwoods in three years. <laughs> and yet, in reality, you would watch 10 more of those shows from your comfy couch here in the middle of civilization. In a heartbeat. Netflix, I was actually surprised that Netflix did uh, so well with it. I was I actually texted Ozzy uh, while I was watching it, and we were both like, oh, God, the, actual, the fact that Netflix actually did well with this and worked out, I'm only imagining like other shows that could possibly do it. So. Yeah, remember remember this year. I mean, this is when it all changes. It's been slowly changing, but I think we hit that tipping point. Yeah, the, the fact that I got an Alexa for uh, Christmas, that was the big turning uh, point. Yeah, it, it's, she's always listening. One of us, one of <laughs> us. <Yes. laughs> I, told, I told my mother when she gave it to me, I was like, you're killing my vibe. Like, I'm known as the non-technology guy, but uh, it's so easy just like say, hey, you know, play the sticks. Boom, they play the sticks. Whenever we pretend, I don't know about you guys in your house, but we often say, wouldn't it be funny if we said, hey, Alexa, this? But she's always listening, so you can't. So when we're talking about her, we call her Elvira. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Elvira, what temperature is it in Taiwan? And, you know, that would be the joke, but she'd actually answer if you use her name. We call our Google giggles. <laughs> <laughs> when we have to, no, when you have to say, hey, you don't want to say G. Right. And we don't want to say G, we go giggles. Yeah. No, my, my father's the guy who just like will say stuff to Alexa that's completely off. Like, oh, Alexa, go do this. And you can't, obviously can't do it. Like, go oh, take out the trash. 
All right, a uh, little homework assignment for everybody that's listening. <laughs> Go to YouTube and Google Silver Edition Alexa from Saturday Night Live, where they've uh, they do the advertising for that. I watch it weekly, and I always laugh the same. Yeah. It's like it's, it's never a, not funny. It's a great sketch, and it's so true because I've seen uh, my roommate's grandparents try to use this. And it's, oh it's hilarious. yeah, <laughs> it's the the greatest generation trying to use Alexa. <laughs> Alyssa, <laughs> what are those kids doing? <laughs> And she answers to whatever name you call her. <laughs> yeah. Ben, that was astounding. I think all of us are on the verge of heading home directly to watch some Netflix. And while we're driving in that direction, the rest of us can start talking about our final story for the day, which is egg-related, I'm told. What's this about eggs? And and who are you? And what are you doing in my podcast room? <laughs> I'm Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Eileen, Hello. yeah. So an egg has surpassed Kylie Jenner as the most liked Instagram post. Right now, I just looked it up. It's sitting at 48 million oh likes my gosh. on Instagram. Compared to her, what, like 18? Yeah, I think she was below 20 million. So, so. they double-doubled. Oh, that's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I I mean, I liked it, so I can't say I like hate the idea, but I was reading an article about it. Some 19-year-old kid came up with it and just was like trying to prove how effective social media is and how effective like people can be on social media mm -hmm. and the fact that like... I don't know. We get to choose what becomes popular. Like, very clearly, we as a population choose what becomes popular. And that guy just got whatever job he wants wherever he wants it. Yeah, I saw he met the Mark guy uh, who's, like, on Shark Tank. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think it was about uh, hashtag egg gang that got that thing so big? What was the what was the push? I honestly think it's part of also, like, the meme and a little bit of like dislike towards the Kardashian family and like just the idea like we can make an egg more likable than Kylie Jenner. And I don't know, um, I watched this Netflix show called American Meme and it was pretty interesting because it's like they go and talk to like Paris Hilton and like Instagram models who like Haley Baldwin and stuff who are now very famous and well-known but they all started off like through social media and gaining that and stuff and it was just like they all sat there and said you have to meet what the people are expecting you to meet on social media and like if you're not going to have a social media platform you're not going to make it in this industry anymore. Well, it's an amazing thing that they did. I was looking at the egg with my son just a couple days ago, uh, just because, you know, I wanted to be in on it. That's a, just a stock photo, right? He, he didn't even, like, take the picture of the egg. He... I don't think he took the picture of the egg. I literally think it's just a stock photo that he was like, egg gang, let's get this more likes than Kylie Jenner. And that was, like, the big thing is let's get this more likes than Kylie Jenner. I don't, I don't understand. Like, I really don't understand. And like, I felt compelled to go find the picture and like it to be like, I want to see if this egg can actually do it. Right. Like, and you, you want to be part of it. There's something happening. Yeah. There's a, it's hard to find something that a lot of people are a part of. There's 10,000 and that's even not the right number. It's millions. There are so many streams of content that we could all go drink from movies and books and TVs and YouTube channels. But when you can find something you can be a part of with a large group, people jump on that. What was the last thing on Reddit had the big snap? Everybody in our Thanos uh, or Thanos did nothing wrong. That sub got more people than anybody else because at one point the mods just automatically deleted half of the users and everybody wanted to be a part and see if they got to stay in the sub or get kicked out. And, and so it got this huge, huge attention. It happened. We were all part of the meme and then it went away. Yeah. Oh, I for sure think the meme's going to die and 
I don't know. Like, we won't be talking about the egg in two weeks time for sure oh i like, will that's when my shirt shows up <laughs> look at my egg shirt, egg shirt. <laughs> hashtag egg gang Swag. that's the fun of all this though is like you get up you have no idea what's going to entertain you next week and this happens and it is it's true i'm telling you, i just love being alive in this moment of entertainment because so much more is entertaining i don't have to just go to the tv and turn it on and that's just the thing i love about all of this stuff is this is going to be a meme for however long and then boom but then there'll be swag it's like that pet rock from so long ago jason oh wow that was that that was the meme of the 70s right the pet rock you had a box with a pet rock and you would show your rock to other people you're like that's so dumb and yet yeah how much money do they make on that thing? yeah they, people bought rocks in a box pet rock Eileen, thank you so much for bringing that in. I love talking about eggs, but I always, even more than that, love talking about unseating Jenners. So the next time that happens, you bring another one of those stories back and we'll bash them some more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thank you. Well, folks, that's our stories for January 23rd, 2019. And that does it for the first episode of the 2019 podcast. You guys, we did it. Yeah. An episode. Happy 2019, everybody. Woo! Woo! Time to go home and watch some Netflix. Uh, if you aren't doing that, I hope you're doing something else out there in the big, beautiful world listening audience. And we'll see you next week. Have a great seven days.